Soldiers in Love and in Crisis. Today, Wednesday, February 12th. This is The World. Sergeant Brian McGough and Specialist Kayla Williams met in Iraq. Sparks flew and then a battlefield injury in Iraq left McGough with PTSD. If somebody cuts me off in traffic, it's not that they just cut me off in traffic. It's akin to kind of running me off the road into a ditch. That's how my brain functions. But for Kayla Williams, the vows said, for better, for worse. It didn't seem that it would be fair to abandon someone who had been wounded fighting the enemy just because he was struggling and having a hard time. Surviving war as a couple. And speaking of love, every culture talks about it, but not always in the same way. In ancient China, the word for love connoted a very socially disrespectful relationship. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic Philanthropy, expanding access to chronic disease care for the underserved by supporting organizations in communities where they live and work, such as Washington, D.C.-based Unity Healthcare. You can learn more at MedtronicPhilanthropy.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The nightmare for residents still trapped in the Syrian city of Homs It continued today. Aid groups scrambled to deliver urgently needed food and humanitarian aid while a tenuous ceasefire still held. That ceasefire allowed more than a 1,000 people to evacuate the devastated old city section of Homs. But tensions have risen rapidly between government and opposition supporters, with both sides accusing the other of using the truce for their own strategic benefit. Earlier, I got an update on the relief effort from Wall Street Journal reporter Sam Dagger, who is in Homs. Today, they've managed in the morning uh, to take in the bulk of the food, mainly flour and food rations and medical kits. These are things that they were not able to take in uh, on Saturday when the UN and uh, Syrian Red Crescent convoy was attacked with mortars and snipers on Saturday. So today, they try to accomplish that bit. Excuse me, bus is passing through. One second. This is a bus uh, that just uh, pulled in into this uh, uh, receiving center here next to the front line, evacuating more people um, from the besieged old quarter, men, women, and children on the bus right now. How often have those buses pulled in from the old city today? Uh, so far, we had about 250 people. So now, another possibly another 50 people. So a total of 300 today plus almost 1,200 that have been evacuated since Friday. So that brings it to a total of 1,500, more or less. You know, and, and today there was a real fear, I mean, that they might be attacked again. So what they did is they took these flower bags, I witnessed it, you know, out of the Syrian Red Crescent trucks, and put them onto these toes that were pulled by the armored SUVs that belong to the United Nations. I could see the SUV was like weighed down, you know, by, by these flower bags. And then they affixed the UN logos on the toes, basically to tell whoever was targeting them, you know, these are like UN convoys, you know, please do not shoot. You could see the, the tension. And then, you know, this convoy went in and it, and it actually came out about an hour ago and it, it, it looked like it had delivered its, its load. Now, the food and medicine that went into homes, who's going to receive that and why would they be staying? Well, these are about a thousand civilians that may be related to the rebels. 
or people who just don't want to leave their neighborhoods and, and want to stay. So they've chosen to stay, and the U.N. has really pressured the authorities here to allow these people who want to stay to remain there and for the U.N. to be able to help them and to, to take in food for them and food and medicine. There's a lot of bad blood. I mean, the people who are fighting alongside the regime, these are young men here from the Alawite community who have joined paramilitary groups like the National Defense Force. These people have seen like their comrades, their loved ones killed by you know, rebels in the, in the war, so that they don't want to see food and medicine going to these people. So there's a lot of tension and apprehension. Yesterday, we followed this news of uh, hundreds of men and boys detained right after they were evacuated. The buses that have come in today, more have more men uh, been taken in as detainees? Yes, I saw with my own eyes one bus that had about 50 people. So that's going to be another complication for the U.N., you know, that more and more of these guys are coming in. And all these evacuees who got out of Holmes' old city, where did they go? Many of them went to a, a neighborhood west of the city where a lot of the people who have been displaced by the government offensives in Homs have gone. It's not-